2: Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
1: You are listening to Scoop B
0: Radio. What's going on? I hope wherever you're listening from, you and your loved ones are safe during this COVID-19 period. Hey, this is the producer of Scoop B Radio, DJ Manio. I would just like to take the time out to give a big thanks for the listeners to the pod. We did record numbers last month. So on behalf of Scoopy and myself, thank you for the four years of supporting Brandon on his media journey. If you have a few minutes to spare, please fill out a short listener survey. Go to scoopyradio.com/poll. You can also share your opinions about the show so we know what works and what we can do better. That's scoopyradio.com/poll. S-C-O-O-P. The letter B. R-A-D-I-O. Dot slash p-o-l-l. Don't worry, if you didn't catch
2: any of that,
1: the link will be in the description.
0: You're listening to Scoop B Radio with Brandon Robinson.
2: What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Big Baby Jonathan here. Welcome to the latest edition of the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast. And online right now, I got Brandon Robinson from the Scoop B Radio Podcast. How's it going, man? Hope all's well during this quarantine.
0: Man, things have been productive. The podcast is doing well. A lot of guests... a lot of writing and stuff getting done, too, man. So everything's good. How about you? Everything good on your end?
2: Yes, everything's good. Just been busy with this podcasting journey, and, and it's a it's a grind, man, but I love I love it, man. Um, my journey is to be the best there can be in podcasting, you no? Know? I love what I do. I love it. Yeah. So on today's show, we're going to talk about the new playoff format, and also, um, can this NBA pandemic could could that create another lockout so I'm gonna ask you this Brandon Robinson what have you been hearing about the potential of Orlando being the front runners to host the NBA coming back
0: yeah I mean that that's the discussion right now as you you paid attention to my reporting uh, Thursday and Friday into the weekend
2: Mm. um, the
0: the whole uh, Orlando Disney World uh, thing is a as an exploratory conversation uh, that the NBA is having with Walt Disney World where basically um, if you look back to everything that was being discussed, you know, Adam Silver, uh, NBA commissioner, has talked about a college-like atmosphere. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, you have the top teams staying in villas on Walt Disney World's campus. And then you have uh, Disney's Wild World of Sports, which is there. Kind of reminds you of NBA Summer League, if you will. But here's the thing that, um, you know, I I tweeted over the weekend more specifically is um, while that may be you know, something that the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference could do. Um, you know, there's been some talk that perhaps, um, you know, the, the Disney World could serve as the Eastern Conference hub or bubble for uh, team, So, you know, anybody from the Milwaukee Bucks who are a one seed all the way down to the Orlando Magic are or an AFC could go there. Orlando Magic kind of have a home court advantage if you ask me, you know, living in that area and just going to Disney's Wild World of Sports. But but I digress. Um, Las Vegas, uh, the strip had been offered to the NBA mm-hmm. for potential use. I know Vegas is not that far from Los Angeles and, you know, for the Clippers and the Lakers as well as, you know, it, it can house other teams that are that are you know on the inside looking in the Memphis Grizzlies is the 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 uh, you know the 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 uh, Houston Rockets and more so um, th- those are conversations that could be addressed but um, you know the one thing that they're trying to figure out is you know is there a playoff format or do you resume you know five or six more games remaining in the season. I was hearing that all the way back into March, mm. uh, you know, where there could be a situation where, you know, teams who are on the outside looking in, like the Portland Trail Blazers, there's like maybe a three, three and a half game difference between where the Memphis Grizzlies are and the Portland Trail Blazers are, if I'm not mistaken, in the NBA's Western Conference. So, you know, you you do you, do you let those guys kind of duke it out? And is there a chance that, you know, Portland could kind of sneak in? We'll see. But, um, you know, the NBA is figuring out whether there will be a, a, a regular season resume or you go straight into the playoffs. You go straight into the playoffs, you know, then, you know, that's another conversation. But you know, there's a lot of things that are still being digested, figured out and, and discussed. And, uh, you know, there are some key dates mm-hmm. um, that, are, that are being looked at, you know, the 20th or the 21st. Uh, are key dates of where, you know, players could go back to their respective teams, you know, in in quarantine. But, you know, if you look at New York City right now, uh, New York State at large, uh, the Brooklyn Nets will start voluntary practice at Metro Tech, Tech, uh, which is where the Nets practice in Brooklyn. Um, And then, you know, the Knicks, will they figure out what they're going to do? You know, you look at Los Angeles and cities like that, like, will those guys go right to just, reporting to whatever designated area is if the season resumes, or will they stay in the Los Angeles area? So there are a lot of things that are being figured out. But if the the season were to resume, uh, it would likely start in July and would carry over, you know, through August. And then you'd look at free agency, you know, late September, early October. So there are some key dates that they're analyzing. And here we are now.
2: Yeah, man, I kind of want them to just play a couple regular season games to get the momentum, get – the conditioning, no, because what if they go into playoffs and somebody gets injured like that? You know, and player safety is important too. But uh, we're also having been hearing about the potential reseeding of the playoffs. It'll be like a basically a college format.
0: Yeah, I was seeing that uh, on- online. I haven't heard anything about that mm-hmm. myself today. Mm-hmm. I saw it. Um, today's kind of a day off. Um, For me, just because I've been, you know, running and doing so much over the last week. But I-, I did see something on Twitter today where there would be a reseeding where you'd have Eastern Conference and Western Conference teams playing against e- each other. But that's not really far-fetched if you think about it, right? Mm-hmm. So you look at uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, uh in March where he was discussing, you know, like uh, almost like a March Madness type of um, – uh, bracket if you will uh, mm-hmm. where you have just teams playing you know elimination style just like the NCAA tournament where you have 64 teams um, you know that was something that that was discussed it, just like Disney World was discussed I have to give all the credit in the world uh, to Yahoo Sports' Keith Smith who I had on the Scooby Radio podcast and he discussed you know that notion and Sham Sharania from the Athletic and Stadium kind of furthered that dialogue and that conversation about you know what would happen and, and what have you so um, to, to directly answer your question, it, it seems interesting, um, but I also think you you know you got to figure out if you're gonna have all of those teams in one place or it's gonna be multiple places or more. So, It seems interesting. We'll see what happens. I know that the NBA has discussed not wanting to compete with, um, you know, the NFL. And, you know, the NFL starting right on time in September. And, you know, if things go according to plan, you know, I've spoken to some coaches and some front office folks who have said, you know, the NBA is looking to repeat what they did in 2011 where they started the season on. Christmas Day you know mm-hmm. so if that schedule looks the way it's gonna look and it's carrying over to September I think September 25th from that from that that graph that I tweeted the other day September 25th would potentially be the M- the new date for the NBA draft with October 1st being the first day for, for free agency so you know that carrying over into the following season where it starts in December it, it looks like that could be a thing.
2: Yeah man I'm to be honest I just want the season to come back in any type of fashion like if they do the College playoff format, like two versus 15. That's who. Guess who we have to play? We have to play Brooklyn. I don't know if KD's gonna come back. I don't know what's the latest about that. Kate, do you think KD will come back?
0: Um, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I know that just with KD when he was at media day and you know uh, Uh uh, saying certain things, and then the the Nets were kind of like, he's not coming back this season. Um, KD's had extra time to rest, Uh, but I and just and just knowing what KD's been doing workout wise. Uh, and there's been videos about it. I know Christian Winfield over in the New York Daily News has has tweeted tons of videos of KD working out. I think a lot of it is dumbing the pressure down. Uh, the Nets, the Nets handle every team handles like uh, injury reporting differently. I, mm-hmm. if, if you followed my reporting back in December, where I talked about Kyrie Irving and his shoulder injury, yeah, the, I remember that. He told me thoracic bursitis, mm-hmm. and, and then Kenny Atkinson, who was a coach at the time, was kind of like, "No, nah, that's not the case," and then. Maybe, like, two weeks later, Kyrie said I some, uh, had some bursitis in my shoulder. And I- I'm saying that to say you can't always go by what the Nets are saying, even though they, maybe they have the best intentions. I think they're keeping it under wraps, and I think one day if you see KD in the uniform, you'll know, you know, what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't heard anything, you know, updated, but just in my track record of dealing with that team and knowing how to handle injury reporting, you know.
2: Yeah, because if the KD and Kyrie Irving had to, we had to play the, uh, goals, not Golden State, Brooklyn Nets in the playoff I 15. It yeah. it would be it would be it would be an interesting matchup. You know, same with the Portland one because Portland's right chasing the Pelicans too. Like, let's say they battle up, Pelicans and Blazers play, whoever wins gets to eight, see If the Blazers get in, everybody's saying, oh, that's scary. You know, I know Dame, Damian Lillard could turn up, but who's gonna stop LeBron or AD in the post? You know, I, so that's how I, I look play. at it.
0: I like um, a Nets-Lakers matchup yeah. only because um, they match up well against each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've played each other a bunch of times this season, whether mm-hmm. it was playing against each other in China, mm-hmm. uh, whether it was uh, you know, in the regular season. I know one of the last, the last games the Lakers played was against the Nets in the regular season where yeah. Anthony Davis missed that, that open jumper. Um, yeah. and, and then that's ended up taking that game to Los Angeles. And, uh, I know Jacques Vaughn, you know, has won two straight as, the, as an interim coach with the Nets. So, you know, you, you look at that, that matchup, man, it, it's, it, it would be very interesting to watch. I know that Kyrie Irving has been in Arizona training, uh, with, with actually Jason Kidd's former trainer, mm-hmm. um, he's been living out there working out and doing what he needs to do. So, you know, him returning, it would be an intrigue right there as well. Um, because if he doesn't play, I think that the Nets still have a, a formidable group of guys that can still hold their own. You look at Spencer Dinwiddie, who at times was a was a was an All Star this season. Mm-hmm. Karis LeVert, you know, who put up 50 points against the Boston Celtics. Jared Allen, DeAndre Jordan. But then on the on the Lakers side, you know, you've got the best in the game in LeBron James. You have Anthony Davis, who you know AD has told me throughout the course of the season that you know he and LeBron are like peanut butter and jelly. Um, <laughs> Ron says they're more like peanut butter and banana, not quite yet a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. But, you know, that pick-and-roll situation, Kentavious Caldwell-Pulp has found his, his niche, you know, in the corner pocket. Uh, Danny Green is, 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 is that veteran leader after winning a championship with the, with the Toronto Raptors last season. So, you know, Dwight Howard, I know Dwight's been flying in and out of Atlanta with his dogs Uh, from L.A. to Atlanta and a few other places, kind of just enjoying his time away. But he's been in the gym working hard. So, you know, it's going to be very interesting if that that matchup does happen because um, I really do think that the Lakers are, are, or rather the Nets, are a competitive team um,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: for the Lakers and vice versa. The Lakers are a competitive team with the Nets. So it'll be interesting.
2: Yeah, now I see on the bracket right here, we got Bucks, the number one seed, number 16 of the Magic. Eight is Chicago, nine is Oklahoma City four Clippers, 13 Mavericks. So it's going to be interesting to see. So anybody from the 15, 14 can shock somebody and move on, you know?
0: Yeah, you know, I, I was – I spoke with um, Kobe White and Ryan Archie diacono of the Bulls last mm-hmm. week. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, throughout the course of the season, they've just been adamant about, you know, play, playoffs, make it to the playoffs, playoff experience. And, you know, I know Zach Levine is hitting a corner in his career where, you know, many people just look at him as a as – a, as a, a dunker, I mean, you know, even in the, in, the, in the All-Star game where he didn't, I, he was neither voted in nor did he participate in the slam dunk contest. But you know, he he was a competitive showing in the three-point shootout. I think he's making that transition. When you look at Milwaukee, you know what you're getting. Giannis Antetokounmpo, you know, hurt himself right before the p- Corona pandemic halted mm-hmm. play, and you know has had time to really rest his body and do more. You look at Orlando, um, you know, Aaron Gordon and and and. Um, and uh, Markel Fultz, um, mm-hmm. a group of guys that, you know, are looking to win in the eighth seed. If I'm not mistaken, they won three straight games before the pandemic got halt to play. I mean, even Orlando, you know, at times with, with, with Markel Fultz, when they played against, they played against the, the Lakers on a January 16th, they won by one point and Fultz was handling LeBron very well.
2: Yeah, I remember that.
0: He about 12 points a game and about five 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 and a half assists per game. but. You know, I think Markel Fultz will be a talent for some years, uh, and Orlando is looking to continue to build. I think Boston is a threat in the Eastern Conference. That um, you know, with Jalen Brown and Kimball Walker and more, they're hitting, and Jason Tatum. Um, Philadelphia has had time to heal. You know, you look at um, Joel Embiid and 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 and, um, and Ben Simmons. Uh, they both dealt with some injuries at points during the season. You know, Embiid looked like a, a MVP candidate. Just health has not been his friend. So. A lot of just – it's like his juice is flowing. I've been – I've enjoyed kind of sitting back and watching tape of, of games and recalling just conversations mm-hmm. the last 90 days. And, you know, if this thing gets up and moving, you know, I think it has more to do with just health and having adequate and proper testing and, you know, just getting through this thing because we're talking about not just money. You're looking at health. You're looking at people's lives. And, you know, it's going to be interesting.
2: If you had to guess, do you, do you think they're going to announce it to come back sooner? Or do you think it's going to take some time? Like, I know they got the governor's meeting on Friday, the 29th or something like that. you think they'll announce it then?
0: um I'm not sure, mm-hmm. and I say that because I, I I preface this in every interview that I do. Mm-hmm. i'm not a Scientist, I'm not a doctor. Uh, I'm a journalist, and I can tell you what I hear. But what I'll tell you is, um, I think that it seems that they're making those steps in that direction, um, based off of you know what they think is essential. I mean, you even look at. You know right before the holiday break um you know u.s president donald trump discussing churches reopening Mm -hmm. whether you agree or you disagree it seems like everybody is looking to make a transition into normalcy but you got to be so careful
2: yeah i Uh, agree 100 percent, man
0: yeah because people are just you know people being stir crazy had cabin fever whatever you want to call it um it's so new and it's and it's it's nothing that has ever been um there's no, nothing to compare it to. Like I, I had Stefan Marbury on the Scoopy radio podcast back in April. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, he he's in China and he, he was discussing the difference between, you know, being quarantined in China versus the United States. He said, you think about it like this in China, if there's B- a quarantine, radio. everybody is home.
1: Mm.
0: You, know, you wait for those numbers to go down. It's universal versus like in the United States, what's going on in Virginia may be different than what's going on in California, which may be different in Ohio, New Jersey, Connecticut, what have you. And so these numbers are sky high. And, you know, now you're talking about million dollar athletes who are brands, you you gotta, you gotta handle it with the utmost care. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting because that's in that, that infrastructure has infected the NBA community. You look at the jazz You look at Rudy Gobert, you look at, Donovan Mitchell, you look at, you know, uh, the member of Christian Wood, I believe his name is on the Detroit Pistons, mm-hmm. and three other members of the you Look at just all of those factors that are involved and in, um, You just got to be careful that you, if you rush in haste, more people may get infected. And the other thing is, though, to answer your question directly, I know that Commissioner Silver did say that it would be at a, about a two to four-week uh, window for him to make his final decision. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, we'll see
2: you're listening to the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast. I got Brandon Robinson on from Scooby Radio Podcast. We're talking about the NBA playoff bracket and potential them coming back to Orlando. Yeah, I totally agree, man. Um, I'm, Safety is key. You know, just where I stay in Riverside County, restaurants starting to open up, so things are starting to open up, you know? So, I'm like, like slowly but surely, man, things won't get back to normal, man. It's crazy, man. But let me ask you this. Um, since this whole stoppage of schedule, the NBA, will this have any impact on Anthony Davis's contract with the Lakers?
0: I haven't spoken to Anthony, so I I can't give you that answer. I know that there was much made about the fact that he sold his house.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: But I'll I'll say this to you. I do believe, and I've had time to sit and think about it. I'll tell you, this pandemic has given me a lot of time to sit and think about everything. Mm -hmm. Uh, The one thing I can say is about Anthony Davis' and as it relates to the chemistry of the Lakers, I believe that the Lakers and many people who are, you know, whether in the coaching staff or or, or on roster or on – on their team Mm -hmm. this is an audition for their next move and so when you look at Dwight Howard he's gonna have another payday Mm -hmm. just like comparatively you look at Carmelo Anthony he played himself within the first week of his time in Portland into another payday
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, that being said you also look at the Lakers with Jason Kidd and Phil Handy and some of those other guys Um, you know one would argue that, that Frank Vogel was bought in he was hired to potentially be fired and Jason Kidd taken over. Mm-hmm. Does Jason Kidd come back in year two?
1: Mm-hmm. Does Annie
0: come back? So to answer your question about Anthony Davis, I think it depends on how far the Lakers go. I think it's not a surefire situation that he just returns just because. You know, because I think that if you look at next season, mm-hmm. it gets more difficult. Like this is the season for the Lakers to win it because Golden State is not healthy. Um, Miami is looking to make some moves, you know, in the Eastern Conference. You know, Giannis is a guy that has been on their radar for years. Mm. I think just like you asked me that question about Anthony Davis, the same could be asked about Giannis other Compo. Mm-hmm. I think it all depends on what happens in the playoffs um, and, you know, moving forward because, you know, the Bulls just, you know, signed their new GM to Mark Eversley, and he has tons of relationships and experiences coming out of Philadelphia, working for Nike. Um, you know, working with the Toronto Raptors. And so, you know, Anthony Davis, I was in the room with AD back in November in Chicago when, you know, he made comments, you know, I am a free agent. A student from his high school, his alma mater asked if, you know, it was a surefire, you know, yes, he was returning to Los Angeles. He said, jokingly, you know, I am from Chicago. I am a free agent. So I think there are teams that are going to be looking to court Davis. And, um, you know, again, look at next season. The Clippers are going to get better. Mm-hmm. The Warriors have cap space. Um, and the Warriors are looking to make some moves, you know, come draft time and more. So um, it's not I, – I, w- I would hope that Anthony Davis could stay, but it's, it's, it's not a birthright.
2: Yeah, man, I feel like if AD leaves, I think it's going to set us back. And if we don't win it this year, let's say we don't win it, AD leaves, I would be like, LeBron, thank you for everything. We got to trade you, you know. That's what I would do.
0: It's going to be interesting, man. It's going to be interesting because I look back at LeBron's career over the last seven, eight years. LeBron is one of my favorite players, but nobody saw the Warriors coming like they did in 2015. Mm -hmm. The position that the Warriors are in, that was supposed to be Cleveland, LeBron, and Kyrie back in 2015. And, you know, Kyrie got hurt. Kevin Love was hurt. Yeah, I remember that year. But, yeah, and then you go to the next season. You know, they were down 3-1, came back and did what they needed to do. And then at that offseason, they went and they got uh, Kevin Durant. And then they took over in 2017 and 2018. Like, this is the first year that it's wide open. I remember having this conversation with Charles uh, Barkley um, back in, in September. Like, mm-hmm. this is the first time that anybody could, could run to the finals, whether it's Philadelphia, whether it's, you know, the Bucks, whether it's the Lakers, the Clippers, yeah. and what have you. Um You know, this year, it's different. I mean, hell, Toronto has been playing well. They were in second place in the NBA's Eastern Conference. A lot of people sleep Mm -hmm. the prowess of the Raptors this season. But, you know, when it's all said and done, though, I think it's going to come through Los Angeles, whether it be the Lakers or the Clippers, at least this season.
2: Yeah, I feel like Toronto's a a sleeper because they got great talent over there, you know. You can't just – a lot of people are like, Milwaukee's going to the finals. Boston, I know I'm a Laker fan, but I got to keep it real. Boston's talented. Indiana's talented over there in ISU. We you know anybody can win since the whole play- if the playoff format gets how it is. I see that on the photo. It's gonna be interesting, man.
0: And people are getting rest, bro.
2: Yeah, so everybody- like yeah.
0: like like. Look, Memphis is a young team. Mm-hmm. Who's to say them young guys won't come at some older guys and yeah. win some?
2: Well, when we played the Memphis, when John Morant was going at the Rondo, going at Caruso, When you laid up to look at him talk, he was having that Westbrook type of. Attitude, okay, if you want to talk, i want you in the playoffs then. See what, see what you He's made cooking.
0: of, man. He was cooking.
2: Yeah, he was. I remember that. I was like, okay. You know, I, like, as a fan, I'm not worried about the Clippers. I'm just not as a fan. I'm not.
0: I think when you look at the Clippers, um, they have the team on, on paper. Yeah. You know, going back to last season, you give credit where credit is due. Yeah. I think the thing that concerns me about the Clippers is not having – tons of time as a unit Mm -hmm. on the floor together with the new nucleus. You start the season and Paul George is out because he's hurt. He's recovering from rotator cuff surgery. Mm -hmm. You know, Kawhi has, you know, they've been doing, you know, load management there. You know, but then you still have the the team from last season that still knows how to play. And, you know, Lou Williams and Montrezl Harrell and Landry Shaman and, 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 and Patrick Beverly. Patrick Beverly is a heck of a talent defensively. Patrick Beverly is the reason why the Clippers won that game on Christmas Day against the Los Angeles Lakers. Just time lapses and, and just small mistakes that, that that weren't figured out. But the Clippers, to me, again, I, I, what is it? Maybe they as a unit have only healthy altogether, have only played like maybe five or ten games together. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, I, I I have my I have my uh, apprehension about that in comparison to the Lakers because uh, I, I think that they're a they're the most rare case of a first seeded underdog if there ever is one yep. uh, just because they've gone through so much together um, as a team uh, Kobe passing the, the coronavirus pandemic um, you know making moves to get people uh, and 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 then. Uh, you add Deion Waiters to the equation who, you know, has not played a game yet for mm-hmm. the Lakers this season. So, mm-hmm. man, I, I think that the Lakers, um, Troy Daniels said it best. They're the most popular, uh, now a member of the Nuggets. I spoke to him during an all-star break. He said, you know, they're one of the most popular uh, underdogs that there is as a one seed. So, yeah. be interesting
2: but, to see. But I'm, I, I actually like the underdog because once we win, it's going to be like where well, they got to stay now, you know?
0: Oh, I agree with you. I think yeah. – I, you you look at twenty four hour news coverage, you would think that the Lakers were trash, um, the way that they that they're talked about, and yep. you know many people just thought that you know, you put all these guys on the floor together, you know how are they going to produce? And it's like they they proved so many doubters wrong, you know. I think last season was just a fluke because mm-hmm. know, of of you know they couldn't get Anthony Davis at the trade deadline. Magic Johnson stepped down, and you know he and there was tension between he and Robert Palenka. Mm-hmm. then. You know, you get Anthony Davis back in June of last year. Um, you you, you, you re signed Kit Davis, Caldwell, Pope, and then earlier this season, a lot of Lakers fans were hard on KCP as far, as far as just, you know, his, his level of, of, of accuracy in shooting. People said he stole $16 million. Uh, you know, you look at that situation with Dwight Howard, where there was a lot of things in his personal life that were being reported last season. You know, it came back from injury, and you know, been, been consistent. Then, you know, you, you look at Danny Green. He was supposed to be that veteran leader. Um, you know, they didn't get Kawhi Leonard, and you know, Danny Green mm-hmm. sat and waited until the Lakers figured that part out. Um, you know, they brought in Jared Dudley. Uh, you know, it just there's just a lot of things that that you know could have. Listen, Phil Handy said this on the Scoopy Radio podcast a couple weeks ago. In order to win a championship, you got to have a little bit of luck too. You could play your best basketball, but you got to get some breaks too. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I think that the Lakers have it. I, I like the signing of Morris as well. I think me too. Really underrated uh, because it, it allows them to move a little more fluidly. The Lakers, their, their, their biggest um, criticism by many people was that they were too hot, top heavy. And you saw that Anthony Davis had range. Uh, he told me, you know, at the beginning of the season that the defensive player of the year was his goal, and, you know, I think he averages between two to three blocks per Mm -hmm. game. You know, he fills up the stat sheet. So, you know, there's a lot to be considered and a lot to be desired with the Lakers. I think that this time off um, gives guys like Lebron James time to rest his body um, because he's gone to so many NBA finals. He's had one major injury from last season, and I'm just – I want to see the Lakers win it.
2: Yeah, me too, man, because once the Lakers win – I'm going to be excited and I'm going to have hella people on my show, you know, including you. If Lakers win, man, you'll come on and sure. celebrate with me. You know, I'm going to be sure. probably be going live on Instagram too. But just want to thank you, Brandon Robertson, for coming on. So go ahead and give out your social media so they can follow you, man.
0: Well, first of all, make sure you all subscribe to the Scoop Beat Radio Podcast, which is available on all streaming platforms. Uh, 2.1 million streams last year. We just had Tiki Barber on the other day. Um, we've had everybody from Shaq to Charles Barkley to a myriad of other people play. Also, follow me on Twitter at ScoopB, Instagram, and Snapchat at Scoop underscore B, and uh, Facebook.com slash Scoop B. All of those social media channels. And, hey, big baby, as always, thanks for having me, man.
2: All right. No worries, man. Have a great night, and we'll talk soon, man.
0: This is ScoopB Radio saying you bring the coffee, and I'll bring the
1: Dunkin'. on. Hold
0: up.